0: Welcome to the Diary of a Ghost Hunter podcast with your frightfully good hosts and paranormal investigators, Anne and Renata. Join the Chaos Weekly as we tell you what has inspired us, what cases we're investigating, what is driving us round the twist, and the true horror of what goes on in the background of being a ghost hunter. Hello everyone and in this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter we're covering several things. Mind you this is take two because the (laughs) recorder didn't work. Uh, First off we get sent photos and we're going to describe the difficulties of what it is for us to interpret those photos. Then we want to look at horror movies, fear and entertainment and the ripple effect that is it comes from that. Uh, also, conjuring demons. I'm going to cover con- conjure. I can't even talk con- conjuring demons. Uh, we also want to discuss things that, that we find comes up in team situations about using your voice. Mm-hmm. And lastly, we want to talk about Tim's message. So- what
2: about Isaac's show?
0: We, what want about it? Talk, we want to talk about that for a... I thought we talked about time. that last week. Did we? Yeah. I can't remember. Dementia. All right. <laughs> Let's get on with it. All right, Renata.
2: Uh, okay. Um, I'm on board. Oh, you're on board. I'm so, on
0: board now. Um, now, we are sent photos from people quite often, uh, and they they will say to us, what can you see in this photo? Now, we've, we've discussed the difficulties
2: of this. Would you like to share your thoughts on it? Mm. Um, When you get a photo and you look at it and it is extremely hard to see anything whatsoever and someone has sent you a photo to say, what did you see here? Uh, It really puts you under the spotlight to try and answer that. Now, first and foremost, I would like to say, I see nothing if I actually see nothing. What I tend to do now is actually send them a message and go, well, what do you see? Um, and can you put a red circle around oh. it? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> because often they are seeing something, or someone has said, "I see something yeah. in this," and so then they send this photo to uh, ghost hunters and go, "Well, what did you see?" Without giving us any more information, no context. And that's—it's not good enough, guys. We don't—we just don't have enough information. And the thing is, if we do see something straight out, yeah, but that's one in a hundred photos that we actually see something with our eyes immediately then we could that we can go oh my god that is something really there other than that it's often shapes and shadows and things and And pixelation. we... We
0: quite often get sent photos that somebody has seen something up in the back left corner of something that is 50 meters away and they'll zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and they'll get to that part and they'll screenshot it and send us this blur and say, what do you see? Like, we, we see a blurry shape that's very pixelated. So if you do want to send photos, you should send the establishing photo uh, and also then s- show the area that maybe not circle it with a red circle, I but like indicate top left hand corner and... Uh, And also, I think it's important to show a photo from behind where you are because we were sent one not long ago from a train carriage and um, somebody had seen something in the glass in a tunnel. And what it was, it was the reflection of somebody that was behind them. So if they'd got a, a photo from the other side, they would have realized that it was that person. So... You need more than one blurry, blown up photo. And I know that Amy Bruni has got to the stage now that she says, don't send me your photos because you're not going to like what I've got to say. Mm. And I think that's fair enough, too.
2: And look, I know the difficulty is often you're looking through the photos after you've left a place uh, and then you look at it at a particular time, you know. A day, a week, something later, and you yeah. go, "Oh, that's that looks really." Oh, that really... wasn't there. They would definitely yeah, weren't there. That, that looks really interesting, or it wasn't there. But your mind has completely and totally forgotten what it was. Yeah, I was one you of were a, taking a photo
0: of a, a grave site where um, somebody had found it years later and found all this smoke that was sort of billowing around. And I said, um, "Was there someone with you that smoked?" Oh, they weren't smoking that day. They weren't. So this was seven years ago. You remember yeah, okay. that they were remember. weren't smoking at that, that day. point
2: in time, and it looks yeah. like smoke. Anyway, yeah. um, so now, guys, the thing about yeah. that is, if you're sending a photo, give us some more information. Where was it taken? What time of the day was it? Why did you? Why do you think it's weird? Why are you sending it to us? Otherwise, we will respond with a blank and go. Well, what? What are you seeing? Because we we're, we're not seeing anything
0: and if you're just sending it to us to confirm there's a ghost there you may be disappointed we will just give you our honest opinion we're not there to stroke egos so to speak we're there to give you an honest opinion and renata does specialize in photography even printed photos um, wedding photos yeah all that sort of stuff so she knows what she's talking about when it comes to cameras
2: Yes, I have done courses, classes. I have certificates. She's got a certificate. I worked in a photo laboratory for many, many years. So I've got a little bit of experience.
0: All right. right, let's can, we, can I go to the next topic now? You can, you can. All right. So I was away on a dirty weekend with my husband last weekend. It was fabulous. Uh, and apart from the first day where I started to freak out because there was no internet or no phone, uh-huh. I had meltdown. I then picked up a book and read, oh. <gasps> Oh, it was fabulous. Lloyd Auerbach. Oh my God. I love this man so much. It was his book on ESP poltergeist and hauntings. Uh, and I was up to the section about uh, um, the media and uh, paranormal and horror in the media. And he was talking about horror movies are created to create fear mm-hmm. and they are, are created to entertain all at once. Now, What happens is we go in and we see these things and sometimes it will say based on a true story. So Mm -hmm. you're looking at the activity that's going on on the screen and you're going, wow, this is all true. This actually happened to these people. That's another whole topic. Mm -hmm. But we watch this. We are entertained by it. In the back of our mind, we're going, oh, this is true. Then we leave the theatre we go home and we're hyper alert at mm-hmm. that stage because we're, we're a bit freaked out. The movie's done the job. We've got scared. And then we might hear a noise or something or we may see something that triggers a memory from the film. It might even happen weeks later. And it's in your subconscious. You don't even know that it was triggered from the film. But in your head, you've gone, oh, that's, that's a ghost thing. Mm-hmm. I've got a ghost in the house. And it's not a ghost in your house it's just that you've become alerted to things that you've seen in a movie which then may be something similar that happens but it's very man-made and you're not even looking for it you're just assuming it's a ghost and it's really important that we leave the entertainment the fear that is created from these movies the entertainment in the theater when we walk away because real life hauntings are not
2: like that. And based on a true story, might be that they used the same town. Yep. Or some significant thing that happened to the family. One thing, one paragraph. And that's all they need to say based a, on. From a real story is all that's needed to make a movie all the way around it. And that's what happened with the Conjuring movies. Yeah. It was one part of the story and now they're bleeding it so far away from the real story, but they can still say based on a true story. But not to mention
0: the the true stories were fabricated anyway. Oops, was that my outside voice? Yes it was. Um yeah. Anyway, so please people, if you are watching these sorts of movies, it is entertainment and it is designed to make you fearful. That's what its job is.
2: Now it's not real life. We have had a number of um, private cases that we've been dealing with over the last week or two and i have to personally say that a lot of them are bound in um, fear and bound in trauma. some trauma and mental health issues and uh, we have had to do a lot of work when it comes to the people that we are seeing in just allowing them to speak and trying to deal with how to engage in them and not turn them off and not turn them away and not say to them, you're making it all up in your head, because they're absolutely not. To them, it's real. It it is real. But what area of their life do you put it into to make them feel safe and secure? And the worst thing paranormal investigators can do is walk into a home and declare demonic entities when... These people are hyper fearful, yep, uh, and are already dealing with stress and anxiety, which is compounding mental health issues. Uh, And then you walk in, and we have heard a number of times that people have walked in, saged the house, and gone, That should do the trick for you, and walked away. And the people have gone, But no, that or or that there are. 30 demons in a house that's what we heard yesterday there were 30 demons cleared from a house and then the lady said but they're not all gone whatever whatever was here is is still here is still here because it wasn't demons and so you know when when you're the the it larger the number of ghosts that you find does not make you a better paranormal investigator. So, if, if you makes believe you a bullshit artist. if you believe that you tell someone that there's twenty spirits in the house, That's um, ego. And, and that it makes really you is. better than someone who says there's one here, it just confuses the poor person who is in a fear state anyway. So you have to be very, very careful with your words and very gentle with the people that you're dealing with.
0: and we we sat with this lady for an hour mm. and listened. And she, she was wanting us to solve, solve her issues yep. right now. Mm-hmm. And we heard layer upon layer of issues that were not paranormal, but she couldn't find answers and was seeking it through the paranormal. Yeah, I'm just trying to be very careful of what I say because I don't want to... Um, their privacy and the the details of the case, yeah. and um, we're not
2: we're not downgrading this particular no. person or anyone's um, experiences. But sometimes, when nothing else is left that can explain what is going on to that person. They go to the paranormal because that's the logical place to go. If it's not being created by someone real in their mind, yeah. then they go to the paranormal. It's got to be a ghost because I can't possibly have something to do with it. But through parapsychology, we're learning that there is more that you can actually have to do with it than you think you have. Yeah, You know, stress, anxiety, all of those things create a whole lot of energy that can do weird and wonderful things. And when we are in stressed states, how many times are we are in stressed states and we forget what we do or yep. what we've just done? Yep. You know, you, you, can, you can say, look, I placed my keys on the table. I absolutely remember putting them there. But you didn't. No. You didn't because your brain wasn't clicked in to where you put those keys down. It was already thinking of solving a problem. Yeah. And so you did put them down and then you go back to think, oh, well, they're not here someone must have taken them something's happened and you've put them in some weird place because you weren't even thinking where you put them
0: and how many times have you guys done that where you are sure you put something in a certain place absolutely positive so confused and then you do find it you go oh that's right I do remember putting it there now yeah how many of you has that happened to make a comment below either on youtube or uh, on our facebook pages and let us know because it's it's important people know that this is a reality um and look this is really good um segue into uh what i was talking about demons being conjured Mm -hmm. because in the book i was reading by lloyd it said demons are conjured up by the subconscious and the imagination Mm -hmm. Uh, demonic honest to god hollywood i know we go on and on about it but we create our own demons with our thought patterns and putting energy into these negative thought patterns Mm -hmm. and events that are happening around us they are the demons we have created them and it's all in your subconscious and then comes forward into your conscious mind am i right
2: Yep, and look, this isn't talking about the fact that you must be happy, happy, clappy, clappy, no. twenty-four hours a oh, day. That's impossible. We absolutely,
0: have our demons.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely impossible. But the you can either feed. It's it's the story of the two wolves. Oh yeah, I love that. Which one are you going to feed? Uh, which one will kill you, and which one will allow you to survive? And. We are a species that is very easy to tap into the negative side because fear has helped us for centuries survive. Um, And that's part of our brain, our monkey brain. But it takes effort and it takes concerted um, reasoning for us to pick ourselves up from that and pop ourselves into reality and into positivity uh, but in the end, that is what helps us get through our day-to-day lives. And um, as you said, anything that becomes to us the wolf that is in our house uh, will be attributed to that wolf. You know, Every little thing then gets um, tainted with, I've always got bad luck. Or that thing that happened to me 10 years ago changed me forever and yeah, it, I must be possessed. There must have been someone that's come into me and is now leading my life um, through me and I feel I feel that there's something wrong. And you can attribute all of these things to a past event or um, a, a perception that you have been hit with the, um, the stick that says I'm never going to have any goodness in my life. And of course, if that's the way you think, then that is what your brain is going to perceive. You will prove it. And that's what will be created around you. So again, it, it is helpful for paranormal investigators like us to try and understand as much of about human behavior as possible so that when we go into these spaces, we aren't labeling things incorrectly and uh, leading to people not being able to find a solution to a problem, but just giving them extra baggage to have to deal with because it's the wrong thing to do. Yeah, we can't we can't go in and say something's paranormal when it isn't because we feel the need that we need to say it's paranormal because we're paranormal investigators. Sometimes we have to actually go in and say, you know what, this isn't actually paranormal. It is something that you need medical assistance with. Um, And we can tell you why it's not paranormal because of this and this and this. Um, If you want us to smudge the house, and and let's be be honest, for some people, you going in and smudging a home will take relief off them, give them relief, and in some way, it helps move their thinking processes to a more positive space, which allows them to stress less and have less anxiety, Mm -hmm. and therefore, some of the symptoms that they are sensing, quieten down. Wonderful. Perfect. But... There may have to be a caveat in there to say, this may help you, but it may not solve the problem because in the end, it's not a paranormal problem. Um, I also love the way you handled
0: one of the private cases this week where um, we've had three crackers. And I don't mean that in a bad way, just big, complicated, uh, emotional cases Um is the way you used the language of the person Mm. to reach them. There is no point going in there and, um, like, for example, I, I wanted photos of the house, I wanted floor plans, I wanted where the mirrors were, I wanted where the windows were, and... Um, she was very confused as to why I was asking that because the footage that we were showing was these light anomalies and I could see that it was a reflection from something and I wanted to show her where that was but then I realized that's not what she needed. She needed someone to listen to her and to speak in a language she understood uh, so that Um, we could unravel the problem. Now, Renata is an absolute genius at this because she is a trained counsellor.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too.
0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think every paranormal investigator should have some sort of counseling training to Absolutely. to understand the human psyche and, and um, grief and trauma because I, every time I watch you do this, I'm in absolute awe. Oh,
2: thank you. Honour. It's it's about escalating and de-escalating, and what you want to go and do first and foremost is de-escalate fear, not escalate it. Uh, and it's about language. And if you don't understand the language that you are using in that particular circumstance, you can do a lot of damage, or you can do a lot of good. Yep.
0: And you also have to be careful not to um, enable uh, the the delusion or um, not saying anyone's having delusions, but if there was one involved that you don't enable it or feed into it because that can cause Huge issues.
2: Yeah. And we have to be careful to listen and not poo-poo everything. Uh, And that's what we're saying too. You don't just go in and go, oh, it's not paranormal. You know, we have to listen because we've been in this game long enough to know that weird shit happens in people's homes. So everything is, there is a possibility that every time you walk into a house, it is something hugely paranormal. Yeah. So we do have to listen. We do have to understand. We do have to understand the emotions behind all of these things. But then we have to use um, our our knowledge to try and, yeah, as you said, de-escalate and unpack. Yeah. Unpack all of this. And,
0: and hopefully lead them to a safer place. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Uh, we are on to, oh, hang on, before we go to Tim's message, uh, just another thing to think of if you are working in a team environment, if somebody does something that upsets you, it is so important at that moment in time to speak up and use your voice just take a moment and say whoa 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 hang on sorry you probably don't realize that but what you just did really has actually upset me it's triggered me a bit um I don't know if you realize that but um it made me feel like this you don't say oh you did this to me you did that to me you put it in the process of how you feel because you you can't Tell other people what they've done. You don't know what they've done. You only know what you've done. So you can say, um, look, by saying those words to me, you've actually upset me a little bit. Would you mind not speaking to me like that in the future? Because I, I, I don't like feeling that way. Uh, and that that may let that person know that there was a problem. They, they never knew before. They had no idea. Um, like I, I got hearing aids and I was really quite... It took me a little while to get used to the fact I had to wear hearing aids. I was mortified. Um, I was embarrassed that I had these things in my ears because I couldn't hear properly. And I had people making fun of me, going, oh. I didn't use my voice. I should have used my voice and said, please don't do that. I'm really struggling with this mentally as it is. I know you guys think it's it's fun and you're hoping to use humour to lift me, but it's not working. I should have said it yep. and I didn't. And... Um, Uh, now I'm learning to use my voice. So I'm just saying guys in the work situation, home situation, wherever you are, if somebody does something, just use your voice in a nice kind, gentle way and say, yeah, don't do that. It upsets me. Yeah, right. We've got to finish. We're getting... Yes. uh, We're on to Tim's question. Uh, Now, thank you for those people who have sent questions through. That is awesome. I know there was one other question uh, the lady sent through. I'm sorry, I don't have your name. Uh, What qualifications do we hold in this field? There are no qualifications in this field. We've got certificates of participation. No. Um, Renata has a counselling diploma. Yep. Uh, I have a Bachelor of Education in Music, so I've done counselling and uh, psychology through that. It, through the paranormal, we all we can do is like interest electives with reputable uh, um, places. For example, the University of Edinburgh, I did the introduction to the Paranormal, the parapsychology course. Mind blown. Brain's dribbling out my ears. Uh, we've done center of excellence diplomas like I've done some in um ancient magic scrying um oh god I can't remember druidism what have you have done a lot as well there's like shadow practitioner and and there's just we've done loads of them we've done the school of Uh, parapsychology with Kieran O'Keefe. We've looked at exorcism and deliverance courses, EVP courses, um, parapsychology courses.
2: The Rhine Institute, which is fabulous. Oh,
0: R-H-I-N-E. Look it up. Rhine Institute. They do courses at a very reasonable reasonable price with... amazing tutors amazing um so we've done a whole raft of those i think i've done about four or five of those now and we are continually doing more
2: yeah i'm at the moment i'm working through uh, the um noetic sciences with um uh what's his name Uh, um Dean Raiden. Oh Dean Raiden. Woo! So we're we're looking at uh, <laughs> intuition and we're looking at uh, a whole lot of stuff there. So and that's free. It is free. There's six free lessons. And like
0: you can learn from Lloyd Albach. Free. Yeah, free. On Facebook he has uh, what is it? Um Doctor Doctor um, parapsychology? Dr. Psy? No, no Dr. Doctor, no. doctor someone... Dr. Paranormal. Dr. Paranormal? Yeah, Dr. Paranormal I think he <laughs> is. Um, and he'll answer all your questions and he gets asked the same questions every, every week. week. He... <laughs> Just don't ask him about the Warrens. Oh. He gets a bit upset. And he's
2: beautiful. I sit there and I go, how can you answer this again? But oh he does. Mind. But he
0: does because there's somebody else that's come on for the first time who hasn't heard it. Yep. And you can't treat them like idiots because they haven't been on there before. They're on there now and they're yep. trying to learn, which is awesome. yeah, And that's how we feel about it as well. Um, we can be asked the same question 50,000 million times and we will answer you with honesty and enthusiasm every time unless it's orbs. <laughs> Alright, so Tim's question. Hello lovely ladies. I have a question about all of the devices that are available for ghost detection are they all rubbish can they be tricked kind regards Tim wow that's actually a big question and I own Oz Paratech which is Australia's largest online paranormal equipment store so um, I have to say I have a bias in this area Uh, and (laughs) even in saying that I'm still going to tell you the truth there is no definitive yes or no that this equipment works It is all experimental. Some of it's dodgy. Uh, You need to know, for example, the piece of equipment, say it was a K2. What are its failings? What is it used for? What are you looking for? And it's not ghosts. You're not looking for ghosts with K2s. Uh, Study up on the equipment before you buy it. Learn what it is that it is trying to achieve. And I know some of this equipment is quite pricey, but the reality is the people that have created it have spent a shit ton of money to develop these and do prototypes and send them out into the field and then they have to generally hand make each one using the uh 3D printers which is very time consuming so they can only put a few out at a time and to recoup their money takes quite a bit of time so eventually the prices do drop down a bit and uh you can get it at a better price when they first come out it's normally a premium price so uh can they be tricked hell yeah Like we had some walkie talkies on us the other night at Isaac and Claire's show with the ghost grannies and uh, there was a REM pod sitting in front of us and uh, one of our walkie talkies went off and of course all the lights on the REM pod suddenly went berserk and everyone in the audience is going (gasps) it's a ghost and we're going no 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 that's the walkie talkie that Mm. has just set all that off. It's not paranormal and we'll always be honest if we can give you a logical explanation for what has just happened um but be discerning when you buy your equipment uh, or use the equipment and i all i can say is look up on youtube there's always somebody there bagging them out so you can get the pros and you can get the cons but it is up to the user to find out that information
2: yep the item is there no one is forcing you to buy anything ever yep no one sticks it down your throat and say you must have this to be a good paranormal investigator and the thing about a lot of the shows is that they do pick on a particular device and a device and when someone sees it on TV they all want it because it's like that's going to make me it's as crack. good <laughs> as good as they are on that particular show and they got evidence so I'm going to get evidence oh
0: look i remember buying bits of gear when i first started out going this is going to be the one this is going to be the one that i get the direct communication from the other side and i'm going to show the world i was very naive uh and then you'd get the gear and you'd go oh yeah
2: no that doesn't really do much does it Uh, um, we still want to show the world that there are (laughs) ghosts out there. Um, Uh, I think
0: it's important that we do keep using this equipment and we do keep trying, yeah. keep experimenting, keep learning, work out what is working, what is not, because nobody has the answer.
2: Yeah, but allow yourself to say that that's not paranormal. If something happens, it's like the SLX.
0: SLSX cam. Yeah, the sex cam. Not the sex cam.
2: Sometimes you see people using that and it's absolutely mapping a chair or absolutely mapping something and they're, oh, my God, it's It's a a ghost. ghost. No, it's not. It's not, guys, and it's okay to say it's not. Or they're holding the K2 near the Wi-Fi router going, oh, it's a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. If we just learnt that it's okay to say we didn't get anything or it's not a ghost this time, it would make all of our jobs – so much easier yeah Yeah? instead of believing that to be a really good investigator you have to find something every single time because in reality you don't
0: Now, guys, we'd really love it if you could support us in our work. And this this is where we hit you up. First off, could you make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, Anne and Renata, Frightfully Good Ghost Grannies, I think it is. It's very long. Uh, And also give the thumbs up, subscribe, do all that sort of stuff. Leave a comment as well because that really helps with the algorithms and they will show it more. Also, if you are listening to this on a podcast, if you could leave a review and that will help uh, them share this out to more more people share it with a friend let people know about it and if you'd like to financially support what we do because this is our full-time job uh you can find us on patreon ann and renata frightfully good and you can become a grand bar for ten dollars a month and you get in our little secret group. We do have some other lesser tiers if you'd like to join those as well, but the the one that we have, our secret family, is the Grand bars. And we thank you to all our Patreons who are supporting us and for those who send us the super stickers and the stars and all that sort of stuff, you guys are keeping us rolling and allowing us to travel to more haunted locations to bring you
2: new stories. And if you're listening to this just before uh, Christmas 2022... Oh, yes. We are wishing all of you the very best, healthiest and most wonderful Christmas ever. And New Year.
0: All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you uh, next week. I think we've got one more before we take our Christmas break. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, see you on the dark side. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Make sure you check out our True Hauntings podcast, Spooky
1: Sunday podcast, and make sure you have a
0: frightfully good night.